Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast. This episode of Imagine America Radio is sponsored by Collegiate Housing Services, the leading student housing provider to the career college industry and a proud supporter of the Imagine America Foundation. Collegiate Housing Services provides a turnkey housing solution for its partner schools, integrating within the framework of each college's admissions, student services, and financial aid departments. With an eye towards maximizing start percentages and graduation persistence results, Collegiate Housing Services becomes a true strategic partner in the processes of student recruiting and retention. Let Collegiate Housing Services take the hassle out of your student housing needs. To learn more about Collegiate Housing Services, go to www.housingservices.com. That's www.housingservices.com. So let's get to our next guest. On this, on this particular episode, we're going to be discussing wind-powered technician careers. Joining us on this, today's topic is Mr. Gideon Morricone, the Energy and Wind Program Coordinator at the Michigan Institute of Aeronautics and Technology, or MIAT, located in Houston, Texas, and Canton, Michigan. As I said a minute ago, MIAT has two campuses, one in Michigan, one in Texas. And MIAT is also the newest member of the UTI school group. Magic America Foundation has a long history, uh, a very proud history of working with UTI. So we're very excited about this particular episode. Today, we want to talk about wind power technician careers. As a leading provider of education in wind power, we couldn't think of anyone better to talk to than MIAT and particular Mr. Maricone. Let's start off by telling our, our listeners, if you could, as best you can, exactly what a wind power technician is, and more importantly, what do they do on a daily basis? Hey, well, good morning. Uh, that's a really good question, but let's start with what exactly what a wind turbine is. Wind turbines are often located in remote areas of the country. Uh, they almost look like big 300-foot-tall fans to the common citizen. They've got a lot of the similar qualities as well, but a little bit different. The blades mounted on the front act as sails, catch the winds, and essentially turn a shaft. Through a series of mechanical systems, they will turn a generator located on the top of the tower, which makes electricity. Wind turbine techs safely work at heights on these towers on both the mechanical and the electrical controls, which allow the safe and efficient operations of these turbines. That's great. And uh, I'm glad you, you took the time to explain to us, you know, sort of how the wind turbine, uh, how it all kind of works. Um, quick question before we move on for you, Mr. Maricone. Uh, do you think that there's a wind turbine in every single state of the United States? Uh, no, actually there's not. Um, it, they don't put up wind turbines in areas where they don't have a lot of wind. Uh, most of the biggest areas in the United States, at least, that have wind turbines tend to be Pacific Northwest, West Coast, 
There is a lot of them in uh, the Flat Plains, the Great Plains of the United States, the whole central area. Uh, they do have a couple out in uh, New England area as well. But uh, the Deep South, Alabama, Mississippi, and even Florida, there's relatively rare uh, to find wind farms out there. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, now, speaking of you know, the wind turbine technician career, what does the career outlook look like for wind power technicians? Uh, well, according to recent BLS data, it states that employment of wind turbine technicians is projected to grow 68% from 2020 to 2030 much faster than the average for all occupations. Many of these openings are expected to result from the need to replace workers who transfer to different occupations or exit the labor force, such as to retire. Wow, 68%, that is a lot. And actually that is, uh, that's the reason why we're talking about this program on the podcast today. Our focus is on top trending careers of 2022. And with, uh, with 68% growth, <laughs> You can see why we're talking about this program. Um, so I have sort of a two-party question for you. Uh, number one, what does a typical wind power program include, and how long is a typical wind power program? Well, uh, both good questions. A uh, typical wind turbine certificate can be earned in as little as seven months. We go all over all of the basics an entry wind turbine tech will need to start a meaningful career in the industry. We teach students how to keep themselves safe at heights with proper fall protection. We go over the design and operation of wind turbines, including systems such as the yaw and pitch systems. Uh, mechanical theory and application are learned and demonstrated, such as alignments, hydraulics, and mechanical drivetrains. We also go over some of the electrical controls aspects, like PLC integrations and reading wiring schematics specifically geared towards wind turbines. All of this is in addition to more general courses like precision measurements, electrical theory, and crane operations. For the students who want a further career for a few more months, we also offer an associate's degree. These additional classes go over things like gas turbines, boilers, diesels, and steam turbines. Yeah, I have a question okay. about that before we move on. Now, you mentioned different types of turbines. Are there different types of, of wind turbines? Oh, yeah, it's a growing industry. Um, it seems like every year uh, some of the manufacturers come out with uh, new prototypes. Uh, some of them are vertical axis wind turbines that don't actually need a yaw system and they'll harvest wind in any direction. Some of them have multiple rotors, multiple nacelles in the same tower. So, so, so you got the seven-month program. That's that's kind of the core. Then you, you talked about a, a associates. How much, how much more, how much more education? Is, is will be required for the individual after you do the initial core seven months? Um, essentially, if you decide to move uh, past the certificate into that degree, you will take a, have to take a couple more uh, technical courses. Uh, the examples I gave were gas turbines, boilers, diesels, steam turbines. But on top of that, you also have to take some general core courses like public speaking, English 1301, sure. all of which are offered through the college. Yeah, Mr. Morricone, what is the associate degree actually in? Is it in wind power turbine, you know, technician? Is that, what, what is the associate degree in? It's not specifically wind turbines. It's uh, energy technology as a whole, which gotcha. is why it includes other things like the boilers and steam turbines, very often used for uh, power generation. Gotcha. 
all right, well, let's say I'm a student and I'm listening to this podcast and I'm interested in a wind power program. When I tour a campus offering a program like this, what are a few things that I should be looking for? Because it seems like a program such as this is going to require updated equipment uh, in order to stay relevant with current work environments. But would the equipment that the school uses be something I should consider? And what else should I consider? Maybe accreditation. We already talked about length of program, but I'm assuming the most important part would be relationships with employers. You know, can you give me sort of a checklist of things students should be looking for when considering entering a school with this program? Yeah, absolutely. There's actually several different things to look for when choosing an education facility. First off, we are an accredited institution through ACCSC. Also look at the equipment being used. It should be up to date following the changing needs of the industry. Wind turbines tend to be a relatively new field and the equipment and rules are routinely changing with the needs of the industry. A good school should follow suit. Also look at the qualifications of the instructors. All of our instructors on campus are degreed professionals with many years of experience to help the student get a good foothold in the industry. Lastly, look at career services. This relationship has helped pave the way for many companies to routinely come back and ask for MIT graduates again and again. Hey, David, uh, uh, Bob, Bob again. Um, very, real quickly, for my own, for my own benefit, um, we, again, I'm, I'm thinking about our audience. I'm thinking about students. And I'm, I'm looking at someone who's been doing, been doing this for a number of years. Tell me what you think are three or four of the personality traits that you see in, in MIAT students that you say, yeah, he's, he or she's got it. These, these are the three or four traits that are going to make them, them successful to be a candidate for a student, for student candidacy, but also for graduation, because that's ultimately what we're trying to get. We're trying to get them to graduation, get them out there working, right? Absolutely. That is definitely an easy one. Employers always ask for the same qualities. They want people who have integrity, which is doing the right thing even when nobody's looking. They yeah. want people who are safe and follow safety rules. On most days, the wind turbine techs work about 300 feet up tower and around electrical systems. And it's very important to have someone who knows how to keep themselves and their coworkers safe. Employers should also, also like team players with good attitudes. Uh, there's a strong sense of camaraderie in most wind turbines, and these maintenance outfits need people to work on a team with a smile on their face. You would actually be surprised how far it goes, but I've seen firsthand how important these qualities are for the employers. So I, I, I do have another question. Would you say that this is a program that someone should consider even if they don't have um, you know, any experience in uh, wind turbine? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely a growing industry and uh, it's a very attractive field to a lot of people. Uh, most of the students uh, that come to the school don't have an extensive uh, technical background. Yeah. Uh, so what we do is we make sure that they're uh, definitely on that base level and will be effective out in the field. So absolutely no experience, still come take this uh, program. Do you find that students coming out of are coming out of high school that are interested in a program like this? What's the typical age of a student in your program? Uh, we get students of all ages in our program. Yeah. Um, some of the earliest people come straight out of high school immediately. Sometimes the summer right after they graduate, 
And we've also gotten uh, older people as well come and get their start in the field. Uh, some of the oldest people I've had in class are in their 50s and 60s. Kind of, kind of a career changer kind of person. Is, yeah. Uh, David, to be fair, career changer? Oh, definitely. This is a great up and coming career for a lot of people. And yeah. if you have a little bit of technical experience in other areas, it will transfer yeah. even easier to this field. I'm, I'm listening. I've been listening. I'm, very exciting presentation. I want to I give we want to give you an opportunity. Um, uh, if people are interested in getting more from you or talking to you, uh, maybe by email or whatever it may be, uh, if you could be good enough to give us some contact information uh, for that, because I, I'm certain that we're going to have people in this audience who are going to say, geez, I'd like to get David out to my, to my class. I'd like him out to talk to some of our young people to talk about these careers. But, but can, can you give us that kind of contact information, please? Oh, absolutely. We can be found many, many places on the internet. All you have to really do is just run an internet search. It'll come up uh, very quickly. Uh, our website is www.miat.edu, but we're also set up on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and a myriad of other social networking sites. Yeah, David, you know, this is another thing that just kind of came to my mind was that uh, we talked about this a little earlier, uh, wind turbine technicians and where the wind turbines are located in the country. And it sounds like if this was a program that somebody might be interested in getting the, the technical skills that they need, uh, but then having the ability to move to a coastal town or somewhere pretty cool to be able to work on a, on a wind turbine, you know, can you kind of reiterate where a lot of the wind turbines are? Because like, I think that a lot of students may be interested in getting into this program because it gives them the ability to move to uh, a relatively cool location. Yeah, well, the three major places that wind turbines tend to uh, uh, be placed is, uh, if you've noticed, uh, the wind is always blowing at the beach. So the coastlines, because of the differential temperature, always has a lot of wind turbines as well. Uh, the Great Plains are really flat, and as the air goes by, there's nothing to really stop it. So the Great Plains tend to be great areas as well. So you'll see those in the Midwest area. Uh, on the West Coast, we have a lot of mountains, and the mountains themselves kind of influence the profile of the wind. So we tend to put uh, wind turbines on the between the mountains and the mountain passes. So you'll see a lot of wind turbines out on the West Coast. As far as outside of the continental U.S., but still U.S., uh, Hawaii tends to have a lot of them, too. They're on the outside, and they usually have job postings for Hawaii as well. And for the people that like the cold weather, there's actually quite a few of them out in Alaska as well. <laughs> Pretty cool. It's just I'm cool. Not hearing, where it could David, take. I'm not hearing a downside on location. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, if you want to work in Mississippi, it's not very many wind turbines <laughs> out there yet. <laughs> that's, that's fun to talk about. We really want to thank you for joining us today on this episode of Imagine America Radio, where we've, we showcased and highlighted energy and wind uh, careers. Uh, thank you very much, David, for joining us. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe 
to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.